You know, that is a song that you sing along to, right? At the top of your voice. Let's see if Vaughn Palmer does that. He joins us now from the Vancouver Sun. Vaughn, do you sing along? Come on, you must. Uh, I really like the reggae version of that by Toots and the Maytals, where they change West Virginia to West Jamaica. It is a work <laughs> of art. Oh, so that's the one you sing along to. That's the one that's I That's the one I want to hear you sing along to. <laughs> well, you don't want to hear me singing reggae. You think Sting <laughs> sounded odd doing it. Yeah, he did, actually. <laughs> I was just thinking, too, it's a good thing people can't hear me when I'm singing along before I turn the microphone on and no, I there, stop. There are so. some things that the public should not be subjected to. Exactly. You're welcome. Uh, let's talk about what's going on with this pandemic. So 550 cases yeah. yesterday, but more variants swirling around there. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, my theme is the news for pessimists. I, 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 yes, there are things we can celebrate and things we can look forward to and light at the end of the tunnel. But man, oh man, the numbers are still bad here in British Columbia. Uh, so yeah, 550 new cases. This is uh, 100, still 100 cases more than when Dr. Henry six weeks ago said, I need your help, I need you to pay attention, I need you to do more. So things have gotten worse since then, not better. Variants as well, and I know uh, Gordon McDonald flagging this, is not just that we have almost 200 new cases of variants, but uh, the number of them that are active initially when they first started finding these cases of uh, variants of COVID-19, it was, well, they were old cases, right? They were, they were, they were solved or, or healed or whatever you want to use. But now we've got, what, over 100 active cases. Um, we found the Brazilian variant here, so... You know, variants are still known by the country they were first detected in, so maybe it's not fa fair to blame the Brazilians, but that's where it is. And the other thing we're told repeatedly, Simi, is that they're trying to contact Tracy's. Uh, we've got our team's work at work. 25% of the cases, they still can't figure out where the hell they came from. No, they're working on it, but that means it's loose in the community. So there's lots of uh, room out there to go. Uh, we're not out of the woods yet. Uh, the public is not getting the message, really, I don't think. Uh, we're, we're so confident we're going to be, this is going to be over, that yeah. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right about that. Uh, and, and we still have all these concerns out there. Uh, it was interesting to hear about the Prince Rupert situation, though. Yeah, Prince Rupert is interesting. So, I mean, it's good news that what they've decided to do is to vaccinate everyone, especially in remote and rural and smaller communities where there's an outbreak. That's the good news. But I was looking at that one this morning and, go, and looking at the interesting contrast to Prince Rupert's next-door neighbor, Alaska, they've got so much vaccine in the United States that the governor of Alaska is vaccinating wide open. Everyone over the age of 16, come and get it. And I've had notes from Canadians and British Columbians in Hawaii and in Arizona who are saying the same thing. They yeah. phone up, they want a vaccine, no questions asked. They get it. And, you know, uh, we're very good at congratulating ourselves in Canada on how wonderful we are and how well we've done. But on this one, we're not doing all that well. And we're scrambling because we don't have enough vaccine. That is so true. And I just wonder what the fallout from this is going to be in the years ahead, right? Like right now, I think everybody's just focused on, let's just get through this. Let's get people vaccinated. But once we can look back, 
and see and talk about this, I think, in more detail, I think it'll have a huge impact. I do, too. I think you know that the standard approach in public health when one of these is over is they do conduct a good postmortem on it. Um, and, that, and that's a good thing. What lessons can we be learned? Uh, you know, when Dr. Henry's been asked uh, over the past year, uh, if you had it to do over again, what would you do differently? She said, I'm managing a pandemic. Second guessing is for later. I, I, I see that. And she said, yes, when these things are over, of course, we have a, a postmortem and we see what we can learn. Um, another one, you know, this whole thing with the vaccine rollout this week. So, if you go back a year and you find, you listen to Adrian Dix and John Horgan tell us why we're doing so well in British Columbia, they'll tell you, they said, you know, it's public health, public health care system, much better than that nasty system the Americans have. Well, you know, on the vaccines, not so sure about that. The other thing they said was we have centralized health regions in British Columbia. We've only got five. They're managed from the center. Well, this week highlighted a problem with that, because if we do have health regions managed from the center that are on top of things, how did the fiasco on Monday happen? One health region, Fraser Health, had online registration ready, and it managed. Three other health regions had enough sense to realize that the TELUS call center might not work, so they had backup. And one health region was completely unprepared, Vancouver Coastal, and that's where the problem was. Um, We weren't ready for even the first day of vaccinations for just people 90 plus, uh, the government was ready in the legislature yesterday to handle the fallout, and they put all the blame on TELUS, but there's there's unanswered questions there about how we manage our health care system, and the centralized health care system that is supposedly one of the great things we have, how did Vancouver Coastal manage to drop the ball so badly on this? <laughs> I don't understand that either, right? Especially since you think they had months to prepare. We've been talking about this like since October. Yeah. And, you know, I've got a lot of time for Dr. Penny Ballum, and she's on, and you're playing the clips of her with uh, on NW yesterday afternoon explaining what happened. But Dr. Penny Ballum is also chair of Vancouver Coastal. If anybody should have known that Vancouver exactly. Coastal wasn't ready for this, it's Dr. Penny Ballum. How did that happen? And then they're talking about like provincial online registration coming. And that makes me very nervous, given that we've had trouble pulling off any of this kind of stuff uh, over the last year. That's true. And, uh, you know, it's 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 true that when you when we talked about this on Monday morning, we talked about, you know, the great risk of people phoning up or swamping the system. Everybody knows that, you know, when you've only got the phone lines to call in, all kinds of people are going to phone in and try to get in. uh, And they're going to phone back and they're going to do the kind of thing that I have anger management issues, (laughs) slam the phone down, (laughs) blame the government. But that was just the 90-year-olds. You're right. So we have complete rollout for, it's true, age cohorts, but province-wide registration, a centralized uh, online booking system, supposed to be up and running in April. And as they say in the premier's office, what could possibly go wrong? 
a lot, as we've seen, right? That has happened here. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, with that kind of thing, who's even building that, Vaughn? Is that like the Ministry of Health is building that? Like, do we know yeah. anything about that? Yeah, I mean, they say they're doing it. They say they know the problems. They say it's going to be up and running. They say they're going to try it out uh, come April. So, you know, I, I, you go... Yeah, well, I guess we'll see, but uh, I wouldn't have my finger poised over the dial just yet to call in. Uh, The online system does work better, for sure. We found that with Fraser Health, but there you go. Well, um, why were the other health regions unprepared for that? Why didn't, you know, as you you said, Simeon knew this was coming last summer. We didn't know when the vaccines were ready, but we were hoping there'd be vaccines, and we were hoping we'd be able to manage this. Um, and, you know, the, uh, the online system, it's true that it is daunting for um, old people like me that are technologically challenged, but it in many ways is more welcoming because you don't have to um, go on and, and, you know, deal with people, <laughs> deal with exactly. the phone, uh, you know, you can just click on register and click off. And fortunately, a lot of people, me included, have, uh, you know, younger people around <laughs> who help them with the technology. <laughs> but the younger people were the ones who were helping the 90 plus year old cohort yeah. this week. And even they struggled to yeah. get this thing done because it's just yeah. needlessly troublesome. No, I know. And, you know, I guess the other the the one question that i look at and i and you talked about it earlier is to what degree are our problems here the the getting ahead of ourselves that we're uh, the reason the case count is still high is because people are going, ah, it's going to be over, right? And I'm, I've had enough of this isolation. I'm going to a gathering, right? That, that's one thing. Yes. And, you know, our, um, Dr. Dr. Henry and John Horgan and are talking up, hey, we might have Easter services, uh, you know, uh, spring break. Uh, people are already booking vacations on the assumption they're going to be able to, to go on them. So there is, uh, you know, there's there's two narratives going on here and yes. we still don't know which one is going to be the story for the next few months i think we can all have confidence that well i hope anyway that we're going to be out of this by the end of this year or early next but in between uh, we can affect the outcomes and the case count by uh, whether or not we stick to the rules or whether or not we get ahead of ourselves i think people are getting a little ahead of ourselves but you know what vaughn we will leave that for another day but this is for you okay for you to sing along to as we go to break (laughs) vaughn vaughn palmer from the vancouver sun thanks for joining us